I take this open beat. I smoke myself to sleep. Got myself for free. Made a left right off the street. Hey guys, we back with another episode of For the Love of the Game. I'm your host, Larry Webb, um, with my boy Vance. Say what's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? We got a first time, first time special guest on. Um, good friend of mine, um, star studded um, quarterback out of high school from South Georgia. Um, met this guy who was like 10th grade, somewhere about there. When I came, he was like junior, junior senior. Um, dope brother, dope guy, uh, very creative person, very athletic. And all one of the best quarterbacks I ever seen, best two-way sport athlete I ever seen in high school. My own two eyes got the pleasure to play with him for two years. Um, dope brother, man. Um, Devontae Richardson, what's going on, man? I appreciate those words, bro. Thank you. Uh, what's going on? Not much, man. Just one of your first time, first guest. First uh, superstar I ever got on my show, and just wanted to uh, chop it up with you. You're the first person I came in mind. Um, let people know who you really is and who you really were back then, and to um, let you know, you know, uh, he was a special man. He was special talent. You know, uh, the ball don't we don't we don't never the ball don't ever uh, go our way sometimes in life and. Just to let people know how special talent you was and everything. So first of all, just how you doing, man? What's like how life been treating you, man? Uh it's been it's been faster lately. All I'm doing is working. Uh working. Uh I got I got two jobs. One I love the most is uh the coaching job. Um coaching like the helping coach a 10-year-old team. They have they, it's like affiliated with the Atlanta Braves. There's they are a sponsor. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty, pretty good gig right now. Um, but I don't, and then I work for my dad, Richwood Courier business. Uh and just enjoying the time while I can, you know. Yeah. That's that's good, man. That's dope you doing um coaching with with the Braves with um so like um you said it's like uh like peewee like base on um, baseball like yeah Miami. yeah yeah it's 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 a it's a real good organization for 10 year olds they uh it's 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 called a left no kid left behind um like a, it's a program like that but they they try it out they're trying to like develop these players and the atlanta braves sponsor them i guess you know they they um they are into this program as well. So they're actually doing a good thing. It's it's pretty cool, man. You know what I mean? Got, got a lot of coaches out there trying to develop these kids, kind of like a professional vibe out there. So yeah, that's that's pretty fun. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's, that's good you giving back. Like, you know, the late great COVID said, you know, I always give back. Um, um, that's one of my goals too, man. I'm, I'm get back into trying to get into coaching too. Um, when I trying to have the time and everything, at least you're doing what you love to do. So that's that's what it's about, man. Being happy, doing something that that you love to do. 
and everything. But I'm just getting to it, man. Um, you know, ask you a couple questions, like you know, tell us about, you know, what I'm saying your journey to, you know, everybody don't know that you played, you know, quarterback for Bobby Bowden, and tell me about how, you know, how was Bobby during the recruiting process, and uh, who was your main recruiter, and your journey from uh, Lee County. You the know, person. I'm sorry. Keep going. Just uh, your journey to uh, from, you know, from Lee County to Florida State, and and everything. The person who recruited me was uh, Gavin Dickey, but um, he he was only there for a year, unfortunately, and fortunate to have Jimbo Fisher come in as an offensive coordinator. Bobby Bowen was the head coach still. He was a good mentor. Um, just trying to just raise those little kids, you know. Um, he was a good guy. Um, but the journey, it was, it was, it was a tornado, man. Um, I got to get get to know some people in high school, and um, I had to go a different road. It was kind of bumpy, but made it made it over the hump um, with with some help from people. Getting getting into Florida State, um, it like experiencing that that experience that that heartwarming experience was pretty cool. Um, but things didn't go the way I wanted it to go. Um, but if I can take it all back, um, I'll just say that just, I would have paid att more attention to school to really enjoy the experience and the fun times that everybody have in college. Yeah, same, same here. So, uh, like, going back to, like, well, uh, um, to, like, high school, right, um, who was, like, your, like, your top two, uh, top three, like, for schools that was, like, you was interested in or going to play for? Um. Florida State, Clemson, and maybe Georgia. Um, it was it was out of those three, but I really wanted to play baseball, so I just kept the um, the two options with Georgia and Florida State. So uh, did Mark Rich? Believe in you playing quarterback? Who? Um, no, he did not. He did not. He wanted me to change the safety. It was Matt Matthew Stafford. Right. Right. Yeah. That's so what? Who, what was the recruiting process as a two sport athlete? You know, like were some schools more catering towards your baseball side or the football side, or how? How was that? Uh, they were really just about football, really, um, because baseball was just, I was just an athlete and yeah, they were just going to let me play just to make me happy and get me to the school in my opinion. But, mm. but yeah, football, they, they just, uh, they were, they were big on that. So that's why I'm, not that many teams was all over me. 
for playing two sports. Wait, so did you go ahead, Van. Go ahead, Van. Did you ever think, um, like during that process, like, man, maybe I should drop baseball? No, um, I was my whole life always said whichever one comes first, I'm gonna take, and baseball came first. So I was going to play no matter what, both of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so even with, with you playing baseball, because um, I know it's like a the scholarships count for both, right? Mm -hmm. for, yes. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of schools don't want to honor that that like that baseball scholarship because it, it's a hit on the scholarship numbers for us recruiting and budgets and all that type of things. So I know a lot of schools don't want to do two sports because the scholarship counts for both. So when you say the scholarship counts for both, what what do you mean? Like, like they, you get double the money. No, um, no, you get um, you get just one scholarship and you're able to just try out on another team. Okay. Yeah. So I got a full football scholarship, but I was able to go on the baseball side too. Right. Oh, and you're saying, so basically you're saying he, he was, because he's doing two sports, he's taking up a scholarship spot or a roster spot? Right, that's how the numbers usually work, right, Montre? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um. Yeah. So, um, like, how was the uh, like QB room and um, at Florida State? Like, you know, like, can you go a deep dive in, like, for us, like, the situation what really happened between uh, why they chose Christian Ponder over you? because I, I was on the message boards back then and a lot of people was like rooting for you because you had that breakout win. I got, was it? Wake Forest, right? That game, yeah, uh, yeah from behind, you scored the winning touchdown. Um, I, I just, I, I, had, I, had, I had played slightly better, but um, it blew, it, it didn't blow my mind because Christian was running with the ones the whole time in two days, but um, um, in my opinion, I played better at practice, but he just was way better with the playbook. Um, in meetings, he was really fast. He was really witty. Uh, he was just really smart, you know? Um, so Jimbo chose him to start fresh with his new career. So it was either me or him. I was running with the twos along with Xavier Lee, Drew Weatherford. Um, but Christian was running with the ones the whole time. And I just, we all had a feeling, but um, in my opinion, I like I had a better, better numbers at practice, but I ran with the twos. Yeah, yeah. So talk about, uh, kind of set with a little bit. So talk about the, uh, the former days on, 
the bar life on Tennessee Street and down there for oh State. man hey, I hate uh, those days I think all athletes I think all athletes are corrupted they get corrupted <laughs> by the game but I mean it was it was a blast man like just being in that moment like just living living hedonistic it was a blast bro yeah I think me, me and Bubba came down there one time and um and everything and kicking with you, me, Bubba, I think Ethan, all us, uh, Mr. Glover, all of us, we came down there and see you one time. It was like uh, your freshman year and everything. So that was, it was fun, but it was like a fun time. My first ever experience of college. And I was like, man, I was like, man, I got to go to college, man. Seeing all these beautiful uh-huh. women. Like you got fam, you across the street from them. And so uh, I heard stories. Um, said said Bobby used to use that uh, fam you like that pitch to get kids to go to Florida State because um, you know you know fam you a historic black college and a lot of a lot of people they used to take the um, they uh, recruits over there to like to uh, fam you and and see the girls and stuff like that over there with them and stuff like that so I heard that was a major pitch so yeah so. Uh, talk about the time when you and uh, you and Marcus Ball got the hooky. Oh, got 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 what now? Where y'all got the fight? You and Marcus Ball. It. Oh no, it wasn't me. Me and Marcus Ball, but that that that's that's one story on its own. It was actually me and Marcus Sims. Oh yeah, they're right, Marcus Sims. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He he. He would deny it today, but like he already has denied it. But I remember like it was yesterday um, because he lived up here for me, worked he worked for my dad for like a month or two, maybe a month. And then he moved back to Tallahassee. But I told him the story. He was like, no, nah, no way that happened. But I'm 100% sure. He's 100% sure it didn't happen. But man we're leaving the club and there was two girls that wanted to ride with me he got mad they wanted to ride with me tried to fight me we we tussled there we tussled there and he threw me against his car and put a dent in his car so we get back to the burt burt reynolds the dorm we were living in and he was beating on my door boom boom come out you put a dent in my car come out come out well, I was I was just laying in my bed, like cuddled up, like I'm not going out there. And then uh Anthony Leon Juice had texted me and said, Don't go outside, man. That dude big. And I just stayed inside. <laughs> Next morning I woke up, went to his room. We just talked about it. Everything was cool. We laughed. Everything was cool, man. I hate I hate he had a den in his car, but yeah, it was crazy freshman times. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, I remember um uh, when I first met uh Marcus, Marcus Ball, and um uh, and I was like, man, Marcus, man, I'm trying to be like you. You like, man, you don't need to be like me, you need to be like Buster Davis. And Buster Davis, he was like the star linebacker, and um he, he he was like the star linebacker. He was short, stocky like me, and everything. 
We used to be fresh on campus at Florida State. All the time, have on the suits and all that stuff and everything. I was like, uh, dope brother from, uh, he from Daytona. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I guess, man, talk about like, um, how was it playing baseball and uh, going to the minors and everything like that? Um, we're playing professional uh, with the Milwaukee Brewers, right? Yeah, um, man, it was uh, it, it was an experience, um, crazy experience, crazy experience because um, I actually left college because two reasons, two two main reasons. Like I've never been a type to chase the money, but the money was good. So it was really, I was depressed in college over a girl. So I was kind of obsessed, you know, the young little things right. I was, and right. so I, it, I left in a dark place. Didn't, didn't, didn't appreciate the brewers. Um, uh, I just had, I was just in a dark place. Um, I had instance, you know, with, with, with players because of my own vibe and energy that I was giving off. Um, and we, we just, it just didn't work out. Um, I met a lot of people. I have a few social, social media friends, but I, I didn't really get too close to anybody besides one person, Ron Jeanette, but other than him, not that many people, and I met a lot of people. So, if, I mean, I just, hindsight's twenty twenty. I wish I could take it back because it was fun looking backwards, but it wasn't fun in the moment. Got you, got you. And, um, yeah, so what was your favorite rivalry out of the big three? Uh, going back to Florida State a little bit, what was your favorite rivalry? Uh, was it the Gators or versus uh, Miami? For the team, it was Miami. Like, we had a lot of Miami, like, a couple of Miami people who loved to play Miami. But for me, maybe it was the Gators. I didn't yeah. really ha have anything for Miami. But I just, I don't know, um, 2006, people in my class playing for gate the Florida and it was just so much better and that just gave me a little edge, a chip on my shoulder and just wanted me to do something I, I wanted I wanted to do something but um so yeah I guess it was the Gators I was always rooting for you uh um you know back then but I was always like this when you play them Gators but I I I just want you to struggle that one game, boy. That's the <laughs> one <laughs> man, because that was man, that class was so elite. With y'all class was so great, man. At 2000, so you had Tebow, you had y'all, um, Percy Harvin, Brandon, Brandon Spikes. Uh, who else? Um, they um, it was a, a defensive end. He was pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if he went NFL, but I think his name was Cunningham. I don't know. Um, it was some defensive end from Georgia, right? Yeah, Jermaine Cunningham. He went to Florida too. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. He was he was, it was, yeah. it was pretty solid. He was pretty solid. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, 
And CJ crap. Spiller. We had CJ yeah. Spiller. Yep. Yep. CJ. Yeah. 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 Man, that that class was just that y'all that class was just full of talent. Um, one of the best class ever. Um, it was a couple cats that went to Alabama too. Um, I think Javier Arenas. Yeah, he was in that class too. Okay. Javier. Yeah. Um, from Alabama. Um. The cat cat out of uh uh making that played for Alabama. What's his name? Um Jackson. He played with the Texans for a long time. Um okay. I forgot his cat name, but he played for the Texans a long time. He was in y'all class too. But um, yeah, man. Um just going back to high school when I first came there, man. Uh I remember uh you know, you in practice, you ain't never like to throw interception. You were so passionate, bro. And like every every time somebody pick him off, you'll go fight him. I remember that. Like you'll swag on huh. like. And so one time I picked I picked him off at practice, man. I'll never forget this. And he ran up on me. He thought I was scared on too, but you know, my ego crazy. I was like, boy, you don't know who you playing with, but I'm not playing. <laughs> and he big as shit. So he like 6'3, like 200 pounds, like a solid muscle, too. Oh, I'm like, boy, you don't know who you playing with, boy. And he then we they coach like break it up, break it up, or whatever. So he was just so competitive, man. And yeah. like he just had that drive to be great. And um, yeah. He did not throw picks. That year, man, your senior year, I thought we was going to win it all, though. I really did. I, I was like, man, because when no, we got you, we got this offense, defense. We was average. We wasn't great. We just knew we get the offense back the ball, get a couple turnovers a game. We knew we were going to win. And so, yeah, I was I, that year we would do it. was devastating when we lost the. Uh, Griffin, Griffin. And, uh, yeah, state in the playoff second round. I just knew we were going to the dome that year. I just knew it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wow, yeah. Man, we all look back and like just look at it like, wow, like <laughs> we could have, we could have, I mean, we could have did some things differently, man. We could have been so much better though. Like, right. Every, like everybody was so fresh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. Everybody was just so fresh. Like I, like I feel like it was like a big step for Coach Johnson. You know, like he was, it was, it was a good coach. It was a big step for Coach Smith. Like I got done talking to Coach Smith about a couple months ago through test message, and I, and I just feel like he has gotten better. You know what I mean? Like he right. know he probably like could have called a game slightly different. Maybe, yeah, man. Like they were just too fast on the edges. Maybe maybe like just get under the center and just run it down her throat. Right. That's what we should have did. Right. I agree. I agree. I I I, I slowly I slight I agree with what you're hundred percent. Yeah. Um and I think after that game, that's when we like when you guys left, that's when we switched the whole offense up because like that that game right there kind of set us back to you know where we uh coach Johnson I, got fired and, and they would make Coach Smith leaves and and just that that game kind of tore down the 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 foundation what we kind of built what we were going towards to you know what I'm saying just that whole game just made everything just fall apart. Um yeah I think we kind of panicked when we got in that situation. I think everybody was just confident. We took them boys for granted. I know the defense did. 
because we we just knew we was that great. But in football, it's every day you got to come to play. And um, Vance, y'all high school, they was elite back then. Y'all, uh, what, yeah. Northside? Man, them boys, mm-hmm. y'all was elite back then. And that's the only two teams we really, like, worried about was was Northside and whoever went trade. Um, you know, Griffin was, like, a sleeper team. They ended up going yeah. to – that was the sleeper team, boot. But it was like worried about Northside and and Warner Robin High School. Yeah, and, uh, that was it. I think those are the only two teams. Yeah, there's there's uh, another right. Isn't Bobby Rainey 2006 or am I yeah. am I wrong? Yeah, that Bobby Rainey. He 2006 yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and he played for the uh, Ravens for a long time. He played in the league for a long time. He went to uh, Western Kentucky, um, small school. But he was just short. He was short and stocky. But he could have had – he had D1 offers, but they um, – a lot of them, they ain't, you know, they ain't follow through on it. Um, I know he had an Auburn offer out there. He – I don't think he had the grades to get into Auburn or something like that What happened. But, yeah, Bobby Rainey was a dog, man. He was a part of that playoff run with um, – what what the Baltimore Ravens with their last Super Bowl they won with Ray Lewis? Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was part of that. Yeah, man. What school you said he went to? He went to Western Kentucky, but he he went to high school in Griffin. Oh, Griffin. Oh, okay. yeah, he went to Griffin. Man, them boys, them boys were hitting, and they were fast off the edge too. They had that defensive end. I think one of them when them boys went to Georgia. I think. Um, I think so. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yep. Man. I don't. I, I can't recall his name, but that 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 team was so fast, man. I never I never got the ball and just tried to like sprint out the pocket and get caught in in my life until I played them. I was like, wow, like this is a college team, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. I was. I was. I'm pretty amazed by the talent they had. They were fast. Yeah, yeah, they were they were real real fast, man. But you know, we ain't gonna hold you up too long. Got you know, Vance, you got any last question you want to ask them? For you know, I I I didn't hear. How long were we, were you with the uh, Brewers? Uh, five years. Uh, and then yeah, five years with the Brewers. Yeah. So, how, so, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to ask, how was the transition from coming from professional sport back to, you know, regular life? Reality? Oh, man. Um, it's tough. I've always been my own man. But now I got to listen to owners or people that are in charge of me, really, because playing a sport is like kind of fun. It's kiddie-like. They're not too strict on you, but they want you to understand the business like so. But um, when I came to reality, um, I was depressed. I end up up throwing myself in jail um, to to get away from reality. So I sat there and I I laid there for forever till till my mind came right. right. Um, And um, now just been working for like two years now, but um, yeah, man, it's, 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 um, 
it's hard. It's hard for an athlete to get into reality. And I feel I feel for those who like who who careers end early whenever they're thinking big. Um because the reality of people who don't have never played sports and they come into this life is you know what I mean like and hit hit life early it's um it's hard it's a hard life there's not really much um to offer besides weddings people 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 get married and have the best day of their life and honeymoon for a reason you know um so yeah uh it's reality of life is just tough point blank period yeah man that's uh that's crazy because like i understand that too because like uh just growing up as kids you just knowing you so close to making it um and then you know just something just say nah this we got a different turn you, you know life just take you a different Rolling in, you just snap your fingers, everything just kind of taken away from you, from everything you worked from as a little kid from seven, eight, nine years old to you get to a grown man and be like thinking how your life is playing out and it don't even go as planned. It's tough, man. It's it's tough because like like growing up, that's like all we knew how to play sports. Like you either, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Like like two chains said, you either rap or go to uh rap or go, said, to the go, go to the league. That's only like the only two things like people were really like thinking about. For real, uh-huh. man. And it, it's 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 tough. And I I know how you feel, man. And that would drive like the mental health from an athlete. That would like that's it's big, it's very, very big. And to to know that, man, it's tough. So, man, I'm glad you, you know what I'm saying, you know, came out of that space and because a lot of people don't make it out of it. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, it was uh, it, it was tough, though, you know. Um, it, it took a took a lot of tears to see the wisdom of the touch of God. So hopefully other people get the touch. And um, they can they can feel it for a day or two, you know. Right. Yeah. Um. So I, would, I know you always you just doing art now. I know you always used to be in art drawing and stuff in school. When we was in school. I used to always see your sketches sometimes. I was like, man, then they can draw. Then they can do everything. <laughs> uh, oh man, it's just it's boredom of the mind. Um, yeah. That's yeah. Just trying to trying to be an artist. I would right. like to do a movie one day, but I'm just such a rookie. It'll be hard for me to do not going to school. But yeah, man, just a, just a movie, movie about somebody or something, or mainly mainly somebody. Like I feel like I've met a lot of characters in life, and I can use them all um, because. A lot of people got these gifts that they don't even know they got. And it's just hot because Hollywood is so far or you got to go to school or whatever, whatever the case may be. But there's a lot of 
funny people around in the world. And it was just mainly probably playing baseball or living living with a family, you know what I mean, raising their family. But that's why I'm trying to take this artist mindset seriously. I'm trying to expand my mind best way possible. So if I meet somebody with a camera, I can get in touch with the people I need to get in touch with and just basically make my dream come true. But you want to be an actor? No, 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 no. I want to be a director. Okay. I, okay. I I want to put my imagination or my my like I just basically want to be a rapper, you know, rapper, rapper tell people their perspectives. I want to tell people my perspective in a different way. Right. Yeah, man. Have but, you uh like wrote down like any ideas you have? Uh, um yeah. Um I started a script halfway halfway through. I just stopped because I said, man, I'll never meet nobody. But I think about it, so I'm so I'm probably gonna jump back on that one day. You never <laughs> know, bro. You never know. And then but my ideas, I had I had a whole bunch of ideas uh, in like written on paper, um, and then I just I got a creative block. Um, I just my passion was stole from me, so it's slowly healing, slowly growing back. So yeah, I just now just um, process and think about just how I create more and more today. So I listen to music and think about it in case. Because I'm trying to treasure it, treasure it in the mind and let it grow from in, inside the mind instead of like putting it on paper. You, like, and then whenever I'm ready, whenever I'm healed, I will put it all on paper. But I, that's, that's, I feel like that's when I'm 60 years old. It'll probably, it, it could probably spark. Well, it don't have to be till you're 60. That's a long right. way away. Right, man. You got well, life. like you can change your life now, bro. Like putting that work in now and just I think you can do it, man. Yeah, you never uh, know. Yeah, man. It's nothing that you can't overcome. And you know, you very talented, very bright. You know what I'm saying? Everybody smart in different ways. You know what I'm saying? So Another person might be book smart, other people street smart, other people artistic smart, uh, being smart in, in the world, knowing things and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I think you can do it, man. You should, you should, you know, you should do that. I think you should pursue that. You're very talented, you're very artistic. I, I seen your work as lose kids. I seen it. I'm like, man. And then, you know, the stuff that you post on, you know, social media and stuff like that, like, he, he's very, very gifted in the art space. I'm, 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 I'm running out of things to, to do because I drive a lot. So I'm running out of pictures in my mind. You know what I mean? Like, these, the, the real people, they're, they're able to travel and, like, see the world. And then they're, like, just more new runs popping up, more new runs and pop up. You know what I mean? Like they're just growing their seed, watering their seed, just traveling. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to get there. We'll see what happens.
Yeah. But thank you, man. Thank you. I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm going to keep that in mind and try to push the pedal a little bit. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, <clears throat> I know we said we're going to get y'all, but it's been a good conversation uh, and everything. Just like how, what, um, you, so what's, I, you talked about your plans now. So, um, you never want to get back into like coaching baseball, get into the minors, or, or are you really more passionate about what you were just talking about just then? Um, you don't want to coach baseball no more. Um, I know you're doing it now. Saying for it's like college, college and stuff like that, man. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind doing that. Um, that that'd be really cool. I would have to have a good coaching staff with me of course because I'm 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 more of a follower like I like to like let somebody else coach and then I then I go behind them and sweep up and show everybody to jump um what I mean by that is like let somebody else teach and then I show them uh, easier way and what works for worked for me in baseball. Like I wasn't a baseball player; I was just an athlete, so I had to learn athletic ways to like succeed in a baseball mechanical sports. So, but I wouldn't deny or be decline um, a coaching job for sure. Right. What about you? Ever thought about just doing like um like Quincy Avery? He just a lot of get a lot of these kids and just uh quarterback coach and you know what I'm saying train them and you know you can make money off that too. I mean you a gifted thrower of the ball, uh baseball, football. I seen you throw that thing about 70 yards flat footed. So <laughs> yeah, man, it's 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 crazy. I, I look at the league now and um even five, six, seven years ago, you know, I was like, man, I know. A lot of these guys was not better than Vontrae. And, like, me and my brother, we used to have these conversations and um about you. And when they first came to see you, I was like, I told them about you. I was like, man, y'all got to come to a game. I was like, man, this is the best quarterback I ever played with, seen with in my own eye. So when they came back and they came back up this way to Atlanta area and telling people all about, about you, they were like, man, he's ready. And my cousin, he was a big, he was a big Florida State fan. And he, he just knew you were going to be a star. So, but I think you, you know, you ever thought about this, just doing it, like uh, training quarterback, getting these little young kids, teaching them how to throw and things like that. Uh, Yeah, I can. Um, I can uh, teach them um, how to be an athlete. Um, uh, like, for example, it's just some things like a quarterback knows in the pocket, like, hey, whenever you got this route or inside or out in the outside go route, try to play with the corner's mind. So look directly at him and then you can make your decision. It's almost like playing basketball. You got to make a pass, but you make a fake pass to, to the guy on the block. You know, it's just it's just um, predetermined decisions that you can learn as a quarterback. And um, I, I feel like I can teach that to a high school player, but they'll, they'll, they'll have to, like, practice it over and over at practice. Like, 
on certain routes, on certain routes, you can like read the read the defense and play with the the free safety's mind, just like just staring at them or like like slowly like I mean they're they're reading you like you're reading them, but it's just it's different when you got the ball in your hand. Right, right. <clears throat> yeah, man. Well, we're gonna wrap this up, man. Thank you so much um for you know doing this, man, and being my first guest uh, on the show. And um thank you so much for your time and thank you for your friendship. Thank you for everything, man. Just let you know, you know, you you know, you was a dope person, a dope player, man. Very, very talented. And, you know, I want the people to know um, how good you are. And I'm giving you your flowers now because, like, you know, a lot of people, you know, sometimes people forget about, uh, you know, past legends, I would say, especially in this, in Georgia. But, yeah, man, um, yeah, I just want to let you know, man, it's been a privilege and everything, man. Vance, you got anything you want to say uh, before I let them go? Um, I did have two two little last questions. Um, okay, I did watch I watched the um Deion Sanders um documentary, and he uh -huh. was talking about how um being in baseball shape and being in football shape is totally different. So I just wanted to ask you, like, what was the process, and what was what like was there a difference? Is there a difference? Yeah, football shape was so much tougher, you know, because when you sprint, whenever we do some of the drills, you have to run full speed or like three quarters of the speed. Baseball shape, all you got to do is just keep up with the slowest guys. It's not like they're like mm. keeping you on the sharp speed, you know what I mean? They're just like working on your stamina, you know, making sure you're not like breathing hard. So it's more like burning the muscles since you're running for a long time than hurt like like beating the heart like in football okay. like 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 your heart is being really fast whenever you sprint in football during cardio but in baseball just your legs burn because you're running long long distance and you get more time to rest in baseball yeah, so, um yeah i mean i feel like it's about the same between uh -huh. It's just, it's just like in football, we, we would do 100, 110 yards on, on Fridays, right? And we had times to make it down there. Well, that was, that was the tough, that was, that was a tough part, you know, the times of like sprinting hard against everybody else because you're pushing yourself in college. You're pushing yourself and you're sprinting against like other competitors who are competing against you in this cardio race and in baseball in baseball I, I like I feel like it's not it's like you're competing as a team I feel I feel like so you're like just cruising in cardio but the time is still the same like I feel like we had like one minute rest time and then in baseball, it was like a one-minute rest time before you got to go again. Okay, okay. And lastly, I wanted to ask, um, 
what is some advice you, I guess you would give, cause you're, you're coaching younger kids now. So what advice do you give younger kids? And also what advice, I guess it's a two part question. What advice would you give your younger self? So it could be a blended question, I don't know. <laughs> the advice I give younger kids is you gotta be so focused that you almost look mad. Like you're not mad, you just that focused, like your no. face is that tight. Like that's how focused you gotta be. And I would tell myself it's not that serious. No. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I know my last question, when we said we're going to get you off. How do you feel about this NIL, man? And everything with for us that um, the kids getting, you know, paid off their like name, image, and likeness. How do you feel about that? Say so what? The NIL, like these kids making money off like their name, image, and likeness. Yeah. Um, you don't really want to know. I might get in trouble for this, but I'm going to say it. Like, that's good. That's good. Um, if, if, if if we're talking about the same thing, like, they're, like, playing college and they're getting, I feel like, also people who get concussions in college should get paid, you know? Um, yeah. That's just, they're, they're putting their lives in jeopardy. Like, the, the ones that are, like, talented enough to, do 360s on the field with five people coming at them, they're putting their life in jeopardy. So they might need just a little incentives, you know? But right. um, maybe the game's about to change. You know, the game's going to change and the feeling's going to change about um, pro people don't care about money. I mean, don't, don't care about the game because all they care about money. But um, – I don't believe that, but that's going to start at a young age um, and start, it's going to start early. So hopefully the whole game change where they, the, the, the money isn't a, like that much of a tool and they just playing the game and the money's just there. It's just there. Like they don't even notice it. So hopefully they having some intelligence about that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I mean, these, these. I mean, I, I'm sure you went this everything too. These uh, uh, recruiters and coaches and boosters and everything. You know, ain't nothing gonna change, man. These kids been getting money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they are, they buying cars and stuff <laughs> for these kids now, man. So you go to Bama, boy. Everybody got a challenger or a charger. Yeah, that's that's what they had at Florida State too. But ain't ain't it was a coincidence to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, all right, man. It was nice, nice talking to you, man. Again, nice talking to you. It was so fun. Um, more than welcome to come back and we can chop it up again one day soon. And um, we can talk, I guess in the season we could talk about um, I don't know if you keep up with Florida State anymore, but I guess we could talk about them later on in the season and everything. All right. 
Yeah, Sounds man. good, bro. That'll be All good. Right, Appreciate you, man. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Hey, man. Good meeting you, man. Nice meeting you. For sure. All right. All right. See y'all. All right, bro. Again, Devontre Richardson, man. He was, man, that man was special. Fans, so we would have played y'all that year. We, I ain't going to say we would have won. But, man, we, we were tough. With what, him what? at quarterback, with him at quarterback, man, he, he was special, bro. He was like Deshaun Watson before there was a Deshaun Watson, but more physical. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? He could run between the tackles. Deshaun ran between the tackles, too, but he – but like Deshaun, bro. Then he had that. He was more explosive. Like he he like break a tackle, still on you, and go sixty. And then mm-hmm. he on it. It just was like man. He was so gifted, man. He was so he was so talented. I really thought he was going to lead one of the best. Man, real time, I've seen a lot of cats, man. One of the best best quarterbacks I ever seen come out of the state of Georgia. I in my in my eyes, he definitely top, I would say top six. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Come out of the state of Georgia for his pure straight, you know, dual threat quarterback and they can really throw it and make every throw. And make yeah. every throw. Yeah. So what what um y'all were uh what Lincoln Lincoln County? No, Lee County. Lee County. Lee County. Lee County. What yeah, uh, we out 4A, 3A? Yeah, we we 4A with y'all. Because y'all okay. Was 4A. Okay, y'all was with us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, man. So we can get into the docket, man. We can talk about other things else, man. And uh let me see if Zay Tiggy want to get on. Um, you know. <clears throat> Let's go to the NIL, man. Let's 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 since we just left off with him about it. Okay. I I'm just go ahead and say my opinion. Uh first of all, these kids should have been getting paid. They should have been getting paid. I agree. If, if you as um a university, you're already making billions of dollars off tv money why can't y'all let these kids go in i mean okay y'all want to try to regulate okay so do we pay this player this much okay at least let them go out and do something on their own like the name and image and likeness so they can go and do sponsorships or deals I mean, any other college kid can go out and get a job. Who are you to say how I get my money? Right. Because you're on scholarship, it's amateurism. That's what they say, NCAA. I mean, I understand that, but these other kids get scholarships and they can go out and make money any kind of way they want to. Right. So you can't, you can't do that. That's holding folks back. And then these kids are really what's funding your university. Let's exactly. be real about it. Yeah, and they paying for other sports. Like, we just had this conversation. A lot of people don't understand, like, uh, these football players, these boys are privileged. They get this. They get that. They get, they don't have to pay for their education. But their education is not even equivalent to the revenue that these 
um, university to make off them. I was, they blood, sweat, and tears. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get to be a regular college kid. He don't. He got to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and go to work out while you stumbling drunk from the club. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they got to – they had to do that, get up, and make it to work out, throwing up at workouts and stuff, make it to practice, then go to class, then come back and practice again. And then go to tutoring and everything that other college kids have to do. It's tough being an athlete, man, on college college yeah. level. People don't know. And, and I'm glad, like, people starting to see now, like, what these kids have to grow through. And it, and some of these kids coming from rough environments, man, like, straight from the hood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Their parents ain't got no money. So it, it's, it's tough. It's tough. And I, I'm all for it too. And then my thing is, uh, us as the black community, we got to do better. We can't just be all about music and entertainment and following them. Think about the generational money that we can help our communities, Senate college kids that plan for Bama, Georgia, Florida, all these big power five schools can market your. Uh, your business, you know what I'm saying? Getting a part of this NIL thing. Like, I don't know no black business doing that. None. They ain't like, they ain't even thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And I wish someone like Pinky, uh, the owner of Slutty Vegan, she, she's dope. And that can do numbers for uh, her kid. Imagine doing, uh, getting a kid from Georgia doing an ad commercial. Whenever you come to Atlanta, this is the place I eat at. You know, slutty vegan. Um, simple, you right. Man, man, think about this. Like, yeah, you don't just want the rap community and all the, the tourism, you know, culture people. What about the, you know what I'm saying, the multi-billionaire booster, you know what I'm saying, that's not a part of our culture. They come there and want to come to Atlanta, come to games and stuff. You want their business too. Right. Because they're going to spend more money and they're going to tell their friends and everybody else about slutty vegan you know what i'm saying and they can invest in your company and invest in your your stock and everything and drive your rep your business up to another level like bro we just that's a good idea larry yeah man yeah man listen man people we got to do better like we we got to and um luckily we got this platform i'm gonna speak on it because i've been feeling like this for a while and you know what i'm saying so we just got to do better and just stop downplaying. Like sports is a big revenue. Like it's 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 the key connector to the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And these kids got like in high school got five million, three five million, three to five million followers on all these platforms, social media and stuff. Think about the, the business that they can create. You know what I'm saying? And market for you. I get, I get, if I'm pinky, I get one of them kids who wear a slutty vegan wristband out there on the game. I mean, you know what I'm Ooh, saying? During the game. you right. Man, man, come on, bro. Or a towel, quarterback towel. How right. You know what I'm saying? But the only thing with that, I can see it will start being an issue with colleges and they'll start to regulate because everybody will be out there trying to market their stuff. So, I could I could see them regulating that part. 
but they, they could still do an ad though, you know. Um uh, even think about right, think about like, these kids, right? Someone like um I know Quavo, right? But like someone like uh P QCP, right? And Coach K uh -huh. and Lil Baby. Think about doing a uh like a post-game conversation with uh with the star player from Georgia, offensive a Georgia Tech or whatever, or Florida or whatever, and set up a Patreon wall, right? And you got fanatics, fans like me or anybody else, you could charge them five dollars. You know what I'm saying? Have them set up a Patreon account, five dollar dope conversation with JT Daniels. Kicking it with little Babe or Quavo. Quavo always on campus at Georgia. A dope conversation with Quavo. You know what I'm saying? All the money going to the uh to him and his, you know what I'm saying, the team or whatever. Think about the money that they they can help these kids. You see what I'm saying? The the big major business that's going on. And and I'm sure QC them, they can do that as a tax write-off. Yeah. So it just things like that, man. Yeah, I, we we just gotta do better in that space. There's, there's, we gotta be hip to what's going on because the big time business they they were they were fiending at the mouth. Soon July first hit, they were fiending to to get a part of these kids. Make all these deals going down. I see it on Twitter every day. All these deals getting played. I ain't mm -hmm. seen not one black business, especially here in Atlanta, the the mecca of entertainment right now. I ain't seen not one deal get done. Oh, and, and, and Big Tigger done, they don't even talk about it on V103. You right. That'll be a good... I, I ain't think about that. That that would be a good way also. I mean, just like these other companies, they, um, they bid and, and fight for TV ads. It, that's a that is a good way for these smaller companies. Okay, you partner with um, I don't know, say whoever from one of these schools, Alabama, Georgia, and then when the Georgia game play, you you try to get your commercial on during that game. Yeah, I mean, that's that, that, that's 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 big because that's like Walt Disney, uh, ESPN level. That's something they had to go with. But for us, I'm just talking about for us, NIL for these kids and these black business that we is we can be doing better. And yeah. you know what I'm saying? And we can be like it can be it's an equal partnership because these kids got major followings. Like <laughs> and these kids got say so now. So and yeah. one thing I do love about NIL too, now these kids they ain't got a rush to go to uh go to the league. Right. So now these kids can think about life after football 10 years from now. Cause these kids, these young kids, they gotta figure it out. I, I hate to get, you know, I hate I, you know what I'm saying? They got their ways, but for us working for some working for themselves, they gotta figure it out. They 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 don't believe in working for nobody. So that one thing about this generation. Yeah. They 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 gotta figure it out. So yeah, man. Um yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I, we can get into uh, we could talk about it on. Did you, what you think about my boy Tebow getting cut, man? 
I mean, we saw it coming. I mean, I, it's so hard. I mean, it's so hard. Tebow, everybody knows Tebow a good guy and all that stuff. So it's hard to say bad stuff about him. But the truth is, <laughs> I mean, even him, even him being a NFL quarterback was an experiment. So for you trying to what? It was an experiment. Let's be real. He wasn't. No, he couldn't throw the ball. That's why yes, he, he can, man. Yes, he bro, can. Bro, let's be yes, real. Yes, he he's can. A, he, he's an athlete in his purest form. I say that, but the man was not a quarterback. I mean, and then if he's going to go and try to. Now he's going to try to learn a whole new position. It's, it's another experiment. I knew he was going to be out. I knew it. Yeah, me too. I agree. That was kind of outlandish to wait all these years to go to want to change a position. I feel like the, the, the NFL blackballed him based, based on his religion, right? So, excuse me. So, his, you know, they kind of blackballed him because, Vance, you can't – Colt McCoy still in the league playing for the Arizona Cardinals. Colt McCoy is not better than Tim Tebow. No way in the world. And you got a quarterback that can make every throw Vance in the world, and they still sorry. Well, Ryan, you know what I'm saying? Tebow, he might he can make, I think, every throw in a rhythm. He's a rhythm quarterback in the spread option offense, right? That's what the league's going through now. That's what the, the league is now. So it is kind of bad timing, but if if he had if he were playing in this in this in this in this era right now, he'll dominate. Because like, come on, man, ain't no linebacker gonna want to hit him. And then he's gonna come back and throw an 80-yard bomb, play action, like he did at Florida. So them the league didn't want to change. You know what I'm saying? They so stuck in their West Coast old-fashioned boring offense, they didn't want to change for him. I don't think that's the case, Larry. Not with Tebow. How, bro? That's a stretch, bro. That's a stretch. No, it's not. No, it's not. Go back and look at that playoff game. That is a – you're stretched right now because you a fan. Tebow could not throw the ball. Now, he's a he, he was a competitor. And I love the spirit and the fighting spirit. And he'll go out there and he do got to do win the game. It was never pretty. It was ugly, wobbly right. balls. That's because he's not a quarterback. He's not – He his mechanics was so off, and, and nobody ever – he should have been trained early. So he got set in his ways, his quarterback mechanics. So that's why <laughs> – that's why it didn't work in the NFL. And I, I think – I, I believe it worked at Florida – you, and you see, somebody got to be real on this show, Larry. Come on, man. Somebody got to be real. It worked at Florida only because. Don't hate. I'm not, I'm not, I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. It only worked because in college, how many college players are there? How many different college teams are there? There's so many amateur college players, right? So when you get to the NFL, that's professional. That's the cream of the crop. So when he got in there and it got real, I mean, he couldn't. 
he did some he did some pretty cool things, but he he couldn't hang with the pros. Man, that is not true. But bro, he went true. threw for three sixteen in the playoff game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The number one defense in the NFL at that time. Right, but Larry, that was but he never got time. a chance to develop though, Vance. Everybody got their chance to start. After that year, they got Peyton Manning, which is understandable. Rex Ryan promised him he was going to start and get a chance, an opportunity to play. Bro, you're using all these gimmick plays and all the everything. And then when they struggled, they bit Mark Sanchez and they put Greg McElroy in, in front of him. Like, bro, you, he never got a chance to fail. How, how would you say he never got a chance? He went from, he went the Broncos, the Jets, the Patriots, the what other team? I'm saying, I'm saying he, he got never chances. got chances. No, no, he did advance. He never got a full season as a starting quarterback because Vance, he, he the proof that he he won games. He won. They was one and four when they when at when he was with the Broncos. Took over one and fourteen, drove them to the playoffs and beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number one defense at the time. Threw for three hundred sixteen yards that game. You're but talking about one game, Larry. But in the playoff, bro, you got some people can't even come on. So he 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 won a, a playoff game. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Fluke playoff game. How? It's a fluke because what did he do after that? He he didn't bat, he didn't win another playoff game. He didn't after that, he game. didn't even start for he didn't even start for another team. That's what I'm saying. They ain't give him a chance, man. That on that Jets team, they had Mark Sanchez, garbage. Greg McElroy, garbage. And he was the third string quarterback. Come on, Vance. They ain't give him a chance. You know, first, you know how the league is. Win now. What have you done for me? How can we win today? If, if we gotta Sanchez go, if we gotta come it. back, if we gotta come back and train that, and that's on any job. If we got to come back and continue to train you and continue to come and speak about your performance and continue, no, we going with the next person. You're like, bro, you're not, you don't, you're not up for this right now. It's just not in you. So we got to go with the next guy. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But um, <laughs> see, that's the fan in you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Man, what about, man, you, man, you, what about, did you see uh, our quarterback? Take that shot. Uh, you watch any uh, NFL preseason? Well, um, we can start out with Justin Field. That hit that he got caught, but they they knocked my boy out, man. They knocked him out. I I missed the preseason this weekend because I was working. But what? So what happened? He got knocked out the game. Nah, they just one of the defensive end came from a blind side, boy. And they, they laid him, knocked the helmet off, his headband off, and everything. But he got back up like a champ. It was oh. it was a good lick on him. But he he been he he been doing his thing. He been really balling. Um, he he been really doing his thing. I I know uh, Andy Dalton <laughs> feeling some type of way because the fan been cheering for him. Say I understand the Justin Field hype, but clearly it's my time. And Justin Field been kind of playing the PR role. He know them guys. Yeah, I saw like, what he said. Like, yeah. come on, man. He, he know his alter ego is saying, bro, these cats can't touch me. And he doing what he wants right now, bro. That man's special. That man's special. Hey, that, that give me PTSD right now, man. Oh. 
Uh, it's just the Falcons. I get the contract issue, but God, man, that man would have changed our whole life. Yeah, yeah. But you, what you think about Felipe, man? Felipe balling right now over yo. Um, he uh, he doing great with the Falcons, man. I think he gonna win that second uh, backup job. I think um, AJ McCarron he hurt. He out. Yeah, he out. I think they gonna go and cut him in the way he suck. Uh, another trash Bama quarterback. Um, yeah, he he. I think Felipe, um, doing he he doing his thing, man. He got to continue to develop. I don't think he'll be a starter in the league, but he he's like a some a situational quarterback. You know, a game or two you can start and come in, fill in, or whatever. But I don't never see him as a franchise quarterback. And tell Felipe. If you ever hear this podcast, man, you ever hear this show, unblock me, man. We've been – hey, I've been blocked for four years now. I'm sorry, bro. You Why are you me. blocked? Bro, I went on the rampage at, on him on Twitter, bro. He blocked me, bro. I was bad as hell after that Florida State game. This is – bro. <laughs> Damn. Bro, this nigga. Bro, hey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was so mad at him, bro. I was so freaking mad at him. He ruined my life that year, bro. We went four and seven, bro. Four and eight, whatever it was. He played like terrible. And that Florida State game, I'm like, okay, the defense been balling. The defense been bailing his ass out. And he go back and throw another pick or whatever. And he been, he been having me blocked, bro, ever since 2017, bro. I hope I see him out in these streets in the eighth. That man, hey man, unblock me, bro. Unblock me. <laughs> we we buy guns, we buy guns, bro. Like, come on, man. Unblock me, man. We we on we on better page, better, better pages now. Like, I'm a whole different person. I I used to go after people, bro. The kids recruited and all that, bro. I used to be savage on Twitter. Like, bro, you be playing with me. Don't be playing with like any kid drop a top five and they got one. Couple months later, sign a day, they don't commit to the Gators. I'd be mad as hell. But I'm Damn. in a different space now, man. You know, I understand Look. the kids. They, it was just all funny games, whatever. But still, man, attention. Like, come on, man. You know you ain't coming. Just don't even put us in our top five. I'd be hating kids be making a top ten. You know who your top three is. Yeah. Like, you know it. Just, and you really know. I mean, sometimes situation might change and stuff, but I don't do that, man. That top 10, top five, that's it's it's too much. You know your top three is put out your top three and then choose from there. Well, thank God for growth. Thanks, thank God you ain't going after people no more like that. Not no high school kids, man. College player. I'm not doing that. Hey, I will have to say this though, like Marco Wilson, bro. <sighs> Man, Marco, bro, he that he throwing the shoe against LSU. I wanted to tweet him so so bad. So um Courtney, right? She uh I said, Courtney, go on his Instagram page. And as soon after the game, he he like blocked, like made his Instagram private. Okay, he knew the vultures were coming. He knew mm-hmm. the Gator Nation were coming. They did. And they like <laughs> and he did he made a little funny, funny joke, right? Well, uh on Twitter, he uh when the baby somebody threw the shoe at the baby, right? Yeah. And so he threw the shit. They threw he made his they made a gif out of him throwing the shoe against LSU this past year. 
And he said, he tweeted out and said, my bad, the baby. And it was funny, but that joke went viral. It was, it was so <laughs> funny. That was funny. That was, that, that was it was fun, man. It was I ain't I'm changed, man. man. I ain't going after these college kids no more, bro. They they you know they they cause they don't, bro. They don't play with that passion, bro. I just like when you you wearing that gate on your chest, bro. It's a lot of people that that blood sweated. You know what I'm saying? Put a lot for that logo, man. You out here playing for clout because you want to be popping on social media, but you don't want to be popping on the field and making plays and. I'm just old school in that way, man. So with that, with that being said, too, and we're talking about um uh Tebow, we're talking about the NIL. What'd you think about Tebow's statements about the NIL? He he privileged, he's uneducated, but he's but he only talking with passion because due to the times that you know what I'm saying everybody played from a football perspective. He's just looking at it from a on the field perspective and the team camaraderie. But at, when practice is over with, his teammates have to go back to the dorm hunger. He was privileged. Yeah. So he don't understand that the black dynamic of that. You know what I'm saying? So he was just looking at the, from the amateurism, like playing for passion, playing for fun, playing from a, for one goal, one heartbeat type mindset. I'm with that too. But, bro, I'm struggling. I'm hungry at night. Yeah. <laughs> The calf closed at six o'clock. My last meal is after practice at six. You know what I mean? These snacks ain't gonna cut it. Yeah, no. I mean, come on. So, yeah, I think he's just looking at from that perspective and that point of view, and like he don't he don't understand that dynamic. Um, but yeah, I get where he was coming from though. I, I, yeah, I get where you're coming from, but same time, like, and I, I mean, yeah, he was, yeah, he was just blinded by his privilege, really. Yeah. He don't, he don't see it no other way. But I mean, once I saw, when I started paying attention and I saw like commercials for like the games that were coming on, and it, they're, they're going to show, the star of whatever team for that commercial, uh, they're going to be like uh, Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence in the final. And it's going to be like, a they're going to build it up to like a damn boxing match. But the mm-hmm. people that are in the boxing match are not even getting paid. Right. But y'all building and, and y'all are the ones making billion. The, the TV, ESPN, Fox, whoever going to make a billion. The schools are going to make a billion. But you can't give the kids a penny. Right. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. So wrapping up, man, um, it was a fun show. Uh, It was great interview tonight and great time, great conversation. Um, uh, Any shout outs you got? Hey man, I just want to go ahead and shout out the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I really feel in my spirit, even though every fan on every team this time of year feels this way. I feel it in my spirit. We're going to do something special this year. So shout out to the Falcons, man. What's your record? What's the record? I feel like we're going, 
I think we're going to surprise some people. I think we're, it's going to be sneaky. I, we might not win the division. We'll sneak in a wild card, maybe. 10, 10 and wait. So we got 17 games now. So 10 and 7. You think that'll make the playoffs nowadays? Yeah, but I don't see it happen. I think we go like 7 and what? 10. Oh, opposite. Wow. Okay. Should we put some money up? We can. We can you definitely know, do that. We got to but I just don't see it, bro. Calvin really is not number one receiver, and then our defense food. I'm I'm hoping that Buddy can um, the new def- defensive coordinator can coach up them boys. Yeah, he he doing that, and I like the Blitzen scheme. I love everything they flying around, but we just not talented, enough, bro. Yeah, we ain't. Yeah, we don't. I mean, besides 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 Deion Jones and Grady Jarrett, I who, I don't even know who our defense is. Right, everything else food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, man. Um, just want to shout out to Devon Trey, man. Uh, thank you for coming on again. Um, and everything. Shout out to my, my family. Shout out to God. Um, shout out. For everybody that's continuing to believe in me, shout out to myself. Keep striving to become better no matter what people say or think. You know what I'm saying? You know, you better than what your past, your past person, you know what I'm saying, you thought you was. But so keep striving to be a better person, man. Keep striving for greatness, just like the king say. That's it, man. Thank y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this. This has been another episode for for the love of the game. I'm Larry. Honorable I'm the boy, man. Peace out. Y'all take this off Y'all for the day. You don't care if I eat. You don't care if I ate. They say you better have a good grade, like a mixed baby hell. They say we going to the tournament. We gonna need you there.